And I must say, uh, perhaps um, we should begin uh, the conversation tonight on the issue of security. Well, insecurity is another big concern in the country right now. There are people who have been victims of kidnapping or people who have had to raise emergency funds because their loved ones was kidnapped. We, we've seen a general, you know, uh, who rose to the highest level in the military, who promised to deal with uh, insecurity. He, he's not been able to do it. For you, what is at the heart of this problem? And how would you resolve it should you be elected president? Could you please talk to them? Can you give them some kind of hope in terms of if you were to become a president, what can they expect? From Triple E Media, I'm Ramat Mohammed, and this is The Backstory. Hey everyone, as you all know, campaigns for Nigeria's presidential election will commence later this month. And we want to help you keep track of what each candidate is saying about how they will handle certain issues. For this episode, we've compiled clips and social media posts of what the candidates have said about how they will tackle insecurity in our country. We focus on the three mainstream presidential candidates, the APC candidate Aswaju Polatinubu, PDP's candidate Atiku Abubakar, and Labour Party's candidates, Peter Obi. The way this works is that we will only include clips of direct speech from the presidential candidate or posts made to their verified social media handles. We will not include clips from the vice presidential candidates or clips from the party spokespersons. And we will only focus on what the presidential candidates have said since January 2022. The first set of clips will be of what Asiwaju Bolatinubu has said on handling insecurity. The following clip is of him speaking on the issue of insecurity in Lagos in May 2022 and recorded by TVC News. Ashiwaju Bolatinubu arrives venue of the Eid prayer in Lagos. Ashiwaju Bolatinubu used the platform to call on Nigerians to continue to pray against the spate of insurgency and banditry. We should respect one another, love each other, unite the country, stop all acts of banditry and instability. That is where how we can bring peace, love, and progress to the country. This next clip is of Asiwaju Bolatinubu speaking on insecurity in Katsina, also in May 2022, and recorded by TVC News. It is few weeks to the APC national primary elections, and one presidential aspirant who has been moving with aggressive momentum is Ashiwaju Bolatinubu. He promised the APC delegates in Katsina states that he will effectively tackle the security challenge and other national issues bedeviling the country if elected as president of Nigeria. We all have that challenge of insecurity. Challenge 
of vanity. I can assure you, their time is limited. It will be over, and it's over, inshallah, soon. This clip is of Atiku Abubakar speaking on insecurity with Arise News in July 2022. How do you plan to address the violent attacks and kidnappings being perpetrated by Islamic extremists like Boko Haram and Iswab? And then in the southeast, you have secessionist agitation. You have those enforcing stay-at-home orders every Monday and just causing complete mayhem. I think first and foremost, you have to give every part of this country a sense of belonging because there have been exclusion, you know, to some parts, you know, of this country. And then, of course, uh, secondly, uh, there is insufficient number of law enforcement agencies uh, or, or agents on the streets. And there's insufficient number of policemen on the streets. So uh, there has to be a massive recruitment of Nigerians into the police, not only massive recruitment, but training and equipping. And then there has to be, every part of this country has to be given a sense of belonging. And I'm also a supporter for, you know, state police. In the United States, they have about three, four levels of police. From state police to county police to borough police to city police, all types of police are there. We need to review that in our constitution and make sure that we have we provide <coughs> for levels of police, men, uh, you know, in the various parts uh, of the states or the country. So, uh, first of all, there should be this centralization of the police, and then, of course. Uh, there must be an increase in the number of policemen on the streets. And then thirdly, they must be well-trained and well-equipped to deal with our security challenges. It's something we can do. This next clip is of Atiku Abubakar speaking on insecurity at the Nigeria Bar Association conference that held in August 2022. We have never experienced this state of insecurity we have never experienced this level of unemployment. We have recognized all these negative developments in our history. What is important is how do we tackle these challenges. The unity of our country is very, very fundamental. And how do we achieve the unity of our country? Is by making sure that we give every part of this country a sense of belonging. And somebody asked me, how do you give every part of this country a sense of belonging? I referred them to the situation we found Nigeria in 1998-99 when we came into office. As a PDP party, we won overwhelmingly. We could go on and form our party, I mean our government, just based on our majority. 
but we decided to shelve the majority and say, look, every political party must be part of our administration. And we formed a government of national unity. No sooner we formed the government of national unity, there was calm in the country. It is only when you have this sense of belonging that you will be able to deal with, say, the issue of security. Atiko also posted his seven-point agenda on national security on his social media handle back in June 2022. Point number one. Ensuring the security of lives and properties and the dignity of Nigerians by restructuring and enhancing the funding of our security agencies, as well as training of security personnel. Point number two. Restoring merit and professionalism in the process of recruitment, appointment, and promotions enshrined in the acts establishing the security outfits and their extant rules and regulations. Point number three. Implementing a special presidential welfare initiative for our security personnel. Point number four. Increasing the number of security personnel to meet the security needs of over 200 million Nigerians, we shall conduct systematic and guide recruitment exercises of up to 1 million personnel into the police force to combat current security challenges and meet the UN police to citizen ratio of 1 to 450. Point number five, employing the tools of strategic engagement with state and non-state actors in theaters of conflict. Point number six, promoting police-community relations to build mutual trust and confidence as a proactive strategy for crime prevention and control. Point number seven, streamlining the functions and operations of security outfits like the NSCDC, FRSC, among others, to foster synergy and intelligence sharing in order to make them more effective. The next set of clips are of Peter Obi. This clip is of Peter Obi speaking on insecurity with Arise News in April 2022. So, what you need to do is aggressively start pulling, genuinely start pulling people out of poverty. It's been done everywhere in the world. Then, on the defensive security, is a renewable asset. Security is not something you wait until there's an issue and it's not reacting. You need to be doing procurement of necessary equipment, employment of necessary manpower. Nigeria is the only country I know with this big size, with one single policing. No, shouldn't be. It should be policing at all levels, local government, state government, coordinated with the central one. And you have to start putting the, the manpower is low. The next clip is of Peter Abi speaking on insecurity with Channels Television in July 2022. For me, I've said it repeatedly that if I have the opportunity, we will deal with the situation head on. First, is that I talked about the issue of pulling people out of poverty. And the more you pull people out of poverty, 
the more you reduce the criminality. Further to that, you need to put in place other measures, ensure that you have proper manpower and proper equipment. You, you, you mentioned the issue of state security. I've said it repeatedly, that if I have the opportunity, every state will be responsible for her own security. I'll make sure that the governors are given the powers to secure their state. Even if we have federal police there, they will be res responsible and reporting to the governor. Additionally, the state will be allowed to have their own security system if they, if they need be. We must secure Nigeria. We will do every other thing that is possible, which I'm not ready to disclose here, but it is one of those things, as I go around learning what to do, security is on top of my list. The next clip is of Peter Obi speaking live with Adiola Fayon in August 2022. We're going to have zero tolerance for corruption, so people will stop from stealing public money. Because that's the first thing you need to kill to bring back entrepreneurship. People are not entrepreneurs in a corrupt system. And you're talking about security, right? That's what that I'm just telling you. You're going to bring back, it's all part of it. You're going to bring back professionalism and everything. When you start with all this, you're going to use the small resources you have to tackle security. And there's two ways to do that. You start pulling people out of poverty. The more you pull people out of poverty, the more you reduce criminality. And then you're going to bring in more manpower into your security agencies and support them, equip them properly. And doing so, because you now have resources you have saved from cutting down on cost of governance and ensuring that corruption is stopped. You're going to use it more effectively to be able to secure the country. Okay. You'll be decisive. You need to increase the personnel within our security agencies and equip them properly. You need to have state police. It's not possible. It will, it will come into effect. State policing, because you need to hold all the governors and leaders of the state responsible for what happens in their state. They will in turn hold the local government chairman, community leaders responsible with authority the governor. When I was governor, government of Anambra State was directly paying the vigilantes in all the communities. All the villages were being held responsible for what happens in their village. So there's so many. We need to have a multi-level security assets. 
Peter Obi has made several posts on Twitter on the issue of insecurity. Most of them reflect the clips you've already heard. This one post was made to his social media handle on 4th of September 2022. There is, for instance, no lead agency for counter-terrorism or counter-insurgency. That will change under my presidency. We will tweak the security architecture by offering each arm or agency lead in areas where they have comparative advantage. Security will be in four parts. Reforming the security sector with particular emphasis on refocusing the military on external threats and border protection and police on internal security threats and law enforcement, swift prosecution of criminals, bandits and terrorists. Enhanced coordination among security agencies and upholding the rule of law. All right, guys. So just to recap for you, as of today's recording, this is what we know about what three of the presidential candidates plan to do about insecurity. Asiwaju Bola Tinubu's plan to tackle the insecurity issue in the country is to unite the country through love and respect. Atiku Abubakar's plan for insecurity is to balance the national security leadership to reflect national character, to give every part of the country a sense of belonging by forming a national government, to decentralize the police and enable state policing, to increase the number of police on the streets and make sure they are well-trained and well-equipped. Peter Obi's plan for insecurity is to address the issue of poverty and corruption to decentralize the police and enable state policing, to increase the number of police on the streets and make sure they're well-trained and well-equipped, to refocus the military on external threats and border patrol, and to reform the justice system for swift prosecution. That's it for this episode. We'll include links to all of our sources in the episode description. Our next episode will focus on how candidates plan to handle education. The Backstory is a Triple E Media production. Production copyright 2022 Triple E Media Productions. If you enjoyed this episode of The Backstory and you would like to hear more, go to our website at 234audio.com to play the sample content. Then download our app from the Google Play Store for even more episodes. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel at 234audio to watch the video for this episode. Make sure to click the notification bell, like, and leave a comment. Our episodes can also be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and leave a comment. This episode of The Backstory was produced by Ramat Mohammed, Miriam Mohammed, Lucky Usama, and Dominic Tabakaji. Executive Producer Ramat Mohammed. <laughs>